Good morning. Yes, I, I, I ran into this verse this week. And I'm going to read this verse to you. I mean, we're going to read part of the verse first. And then we will read the whole thing. But there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. And, and I kept, you know, it came on my phone, the Bible app, and then I read this verse, and I keep, kept meditating about, about this the whole week. And then I think that the Lord, you know, and kept talking to me and speaking to me, and then I thought about the Tower of Babel. Okay, the Tower of Babel was all the way back in Genesis, right? Genesis 11. And I was thinking about that. You know, it's like, imagine Adam and Eve telling their children about their relationship with God before they were banished from the garden. You know, that they would walk at the end of the day and walk with God and talk to God about their days, you know, and how their, their day went, you know. And, but that was lost. That relationship, that closeness between God and man was lost. So they, in Genesis 11, they, they came up with a, this idea. Why don't we build a tower? that we can reach to God. We are going to restore our way back to God. We are going to start a religion. You know, so the religion is our effort to reach God. And that was the beginning of Babylon and the Tower of Babel. And then, you know, and everything is almost like a repetition of that same effort. And here's what it says in this verse, Genesis 11:4. They said, come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven. And let us make for ourselves a name. And that's what is scary to me. Because we have this tendency to build for ourselves a name. You know, and, and that by our own efforts, we will be able to reach back to God. You know, and that's what, again, it, I, I was thinking about that. We miss so much when we read the Bible as a history of the past and not as a lesson for today. You know, the Bible is, should be like a whole parable that reflects our lives today, not 6,000 years ago. You know, and then how do I apply that? Because I, like every parable that Jesus taught, it, it takes you to make a decision how you're going to apply that in, in your life and how you're going to, you know, so when I read this verse here, 
It's not something like, oh, somebody came up with this idea of the Tower of Babel. It's, I come up with that every day. You know, and uh, every day I have this risk of trying to, by my own efforts, reach back to God and create a name for myself. That I did it. I was able to, because of my efforts, because of my, my building up this tower of my own religious activities, my rituals, you know, so my tower is better than your tower. So my name is better than yours. You know, and then God did not like that. And he came and, and they, because they were one. Let me go there because it's interesting. God is all about oneness, but not when it is about us building a name for ourselves. Okay. I'm going to start verse, uh, verse 1 of Genesis 11. Now the whole earth used the same language and the same words. There was like an ability to communicate, right? It came about as they journeyed east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they settled there. And they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they used brick for stone and they used tar for mortar. They said, come, let, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven. And let us make for ourselves a name. Otherwise, we will be scattered abroad the face of the whole earth. And the, the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the Lord, the sons of men, had built. So God is like watching. Look what they are being able to do. Right? And then he said, the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have the same language. And this is what they began to do. And nothing which they purpose to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language so that they will not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the, whole, the face of the whole earth and they stopped building the city. Therefore, it, its name was called Babel because there, the Lord confused the language of the whole earth and from there, the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of the whole earth. So in one sense, I, I would say that this is like the beginning of the religion. You know, and, God, and we coming together and, and the tendency to build a name for ourselves. And that's what we were talking, you know, and our, our conversation before the service was like a confirmation of what I was thinking all, the whole week. It's like, Lord, whatever happens here, I don't want it to be about anybody. It, it, it cannot be about Anohaya Chapel. It cannot be about me or anybody else. Because otherwise, we're going to start building something 
that God's going to have to come and, and, and destroy all over again. You know, because it, when it becomes about a name that's not the name of Jesus, that's not what God did, then it becomes another Tower of Babel. And, and, and I'm going like, for the last five years, I don't want to build another Tower of Babel. I don't want to build it, something that God will have to come again and, and divide and bring confusion because it's not about him. You know, and that's, Lord, then I, 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 like I said, I ran into this verse. This is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 6. First of all, then, I urge that entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgiving be made on behalf of all men. Okay, so this is Paul writing to Timothy. Timothy, this is what I, I, I want you to do. I urge that entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgiving be made on behalf of all men, for kings and all who are in authority. He's not asking you if you like what the kings are doing or your president or your governor. Pray for them. Pray for them. Why? So that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved. God desires all men to be saved. Everybody, right? And to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator also between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all the testimony given at the proper time. So this word mediator, I, I found this note of a, another translation that says, Traditionally, this word is rendered mediator, but this conveys a wrong impression in contemporary English. Jesus was not a mediator, for example, who worked for compromise between opposing parties. He, was not, he did not come as like a, a, a mediator solving an issue that I may have with my wife. You know, that me, that I, I, I can do something, my wife can do something, and then we come together and we, we get reconciled. That's not it. Because what was necessary for me to be, be reconciled to God would never be anything that I could do. Because if it is something that I can do, then I'm building for myself a name. Does, does it make sense? So the, the whole emphasis of the mediation of Christ is that it would be impossible for me to be reconciled to God by my own efforts. It didn't matter how big the tower I, will, I would build, I would never be reconciled to God. The only way to, of this reconciliation would be by this, uh, that 
first Timothy is talking about, he gave himself as a ransom for all. So that all may be saved. So he's saying, Jesus was not a mediator, for, for example, who worked for compromise between opposing parties. Instead, he was the only one able to go between God, men and God, to enable them to have a relationship, but entirely on God's terms. Why is this important? You know, I was listening to this teaching on the book of Galatians yesterday. You know, and then the beginning of the book of Galatians. Listen to this. Galatians 1. Paul, an apostle, not sent from man, nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and more. Amen. Now, he, he, he starts the letter now. He first introduces himself, and then he says, I'm amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by, great, by the grace of Christ for a different gospel. I'm amazed. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm like, I cannot believe that you are forsaking the grace and getting back to works. <laughs> getting back to building your own tower of Babel. <laughs> to get, getting back to building your own, by your own efforts. You know, our, like he continues in the book of Galatians, like, are you crazy? Are you, you going to be able to finish in the flesh what was started in the spirit? You know, you will never be able to bring much to the table of the, the, the mediation and the reconciliation because it was all taken care by Christ so that his name be exalted, not yours. Does it make sense? So, Lord, bless this for us. You know, because in this teaching, you know, he was the, uh, it was Francis Chan, he was saying that he was going to spend some time waiting on the Lord. And this friend of his was praying for him and saying, God wants to spend time with you. And a lot of times we, we, we oh, I, I'm so good because I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on the Lord. Yeah. You know, and I put like 15 minutes or five minutes or one minute, I'm going to wait on the Lord. As if that was like, wow, awesome, right? But think about that, that God 
is the one waiting on you. He's waiting for you to, like longing for you to just come and, and think about him and spend time with him and to love you and to be with you. Like he would walk in the garden with Adam and Eve at the end of the day. You know, and that, that should change everything because then it's not me trying to build something up, but it is me receiving the perfect provision and sacrifice that he offered to all of us to save everybody. And I have a few verses to go along with this. Again, we read, I think, some of this last week from Ephesians, Ephesians 2, 17 to 19. And he came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him, we both have our access in one spirit to the Father. You and myself, we all have open access to the Father. We do not need anybody between us. We have only one mediator. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household. Ephesians 3, 11 and 12, this was in accordance with the eternal purpose which he carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and confidence, access through faith in him. You know, and then what Paul is saying here in Galatians, like, like are you crazy? That you're living this, the good news that you have access to God, free access to God through Jesus Christ to another gospel. That's no gospel. It's no good news. Because the, 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 the meaning of the word gospel is good news. Why is it good news? Because it's not based on what you do. It's based on what God did. So and Paul is saying, I am amazed that you're forsaking the good news of the grace of God and embracing a different gospel that's no good news at all because then you have to go back to your own efforts always, repeating the same old things that you were delivered from. One more. Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, this is what is important here, Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help 
in the time of need. I bless this for us. Lord, thank you. You know, and, and thank you for the freedom that you gave us. Yeah. You know, it, it was, and he says here in Galatians, it was for freedom that I set you free. Yeah. Don't go back. Don't go back and, and, and reinstitute the laws and your own efforts. And, you know, because then you're only trying to build a name for yourself. And you're not recognizing the name of the one that did everything already. And it's done. All you have to do is receive. Just get closer to him. And and talk to him. And have this confident access. You know, that you don't need to, you know. There's only one name. Right? And, And so he said, I am the way the truth and the life. Nobody will get to the Father except through me. So Lord, we, we thank you because that, that was the freedom that Paul is talking about in the Galatians. You know, and, and he says, I could go on and on because this is like, <laughs> this has been my, my life. <laughs> Galatians 4 now I say, as long as the heir is a child, he does not differ at all from a slave, although he's owner of everything, but he's under guardians and managers until the date set by the father. And then he continues on and he says, verse 6, because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Lord, thank you. I bless this for us. You know, I bless that confidence, access, boldness, you know, to enter in, not because you, you, you were able to do well in this mediation. No, because, but because there is a mediator that sent by God, instead of you reaching out, building your tower of Babel, he reached down, Becoming a a high priest and taking care of everything for us. I I hope this blesses you because it's it's been like a a meeting with God for me this week. Amen. Jesus, 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 it's all about you. It's not about me. On On my worst day ever, my filthiest day ever, my weakest day ever, you you were you gave yourself as a ransom for me that day. And my best day, it's no different the best day that I think I ever did or the worst day that I ever did. It's all the same. Yeah. You you open the door and then how how can I know the love of God? I get close to you, Jesus, because you're you you are the door, you're the way, the truth, and the life. It's all about you, Jesus. Yes. And it's not about me. And so I, I open wide and I let I allow myself to be drawn. I get close to you, Jesus, and I allow myself to be drawn to the Father. And 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 that's 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 the way that I become a true son also. Yeah. That's the cry of the Father. Yes. The, the 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 plan that the Father set up 
and, and Jesus gave his life for, that's the plan that I want to have. Yes. Yes. Amen. It, it, it changes. You know, there, I have a couple books from this author, and one is God's Search of Man and Man's Search of God. You know, and, and when we understand that God is searching for this relationship more, even more than we, you know, we are looking for this relationship. You know, because it says that it, He puts in us to will and to do of his good pleasure, right? So even our hunger for God, it was initiated by him by giving us his spirit that longs for that relationship. You know, and so, Lord, thank you because it was never, I would never be able to do anything. You know, and to me, another example of that is the parables, the parable of the, the workers in the field, Right? that the one that started working six in the morning and the one that got just to receive the paycheck, <laughs> at the end of the day, they all received the same thing. So it was never based on what they could do and how hard they worked, but it was always based on, you know, and then they complained with the owner, right? But how come I worked all day? And I only got one denarius. And this guy just got here five minutes before the end of the day and he got one denarius. And the guy said, the money is mine. Am I not, am I not paying you what I agreed to pay you? Am I, am, I, am I not giving you what I promised you? So I can give whatever I want to that guy also. And what everybody received the same. And to me, is, it's the grace. It's the provision. You know, and nobody's going to get more based on what they did because everybody is equal before God. And that is awesome because that's the, the faithfulness and the righteousness of this God that we, we walk with and that we worship. Yeah. Amen.